Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. wrestling debate on, and yes, you've got the Hulkamaniac trio of the Iceman, the man of a thousand holes, if you will, Jared Draw. you've got the other Hulkamaniac, the human suplex machine, John Gross from Front Row, Virginia, and yes, you've got the biggest Hulkamaniac of them all, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, from my neck of the woods, Pennsylvania, and we are the big three at the wrestling debate table, 1-724-444-7044, call ID one three nine nine two five pound here on December the 6th. 2017, and gentlemen, it is that time again, ladies and gentlemen, to kick it around old school styles. We hit a little Rick Derringer, real American from the Hulk Hogan theme of 1984, and certainly we have got some interesting debates to talk about tonight, and we're going to talk about what's going on with the real Americans, if you will. The Clash of the Champions is just around the corner. We heard last night, of course, some big announcements coming out of that. Charlotte Flair will be taking on Italia now in a lumberjack match. We now heard that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will take on Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shane O'Mac, of course, Shane McMahon, the guest referee. Should Owens and Zayn lose, they will be fired. 
John, I'll start it with you tonight. However, your thoughts about uh, what's going on as we head into the Clash of the Champions for the final show a week from Sunday in Boston. Yeah, this should be a good tag team match. And overall, the card from top to bottom looks pretty darn good, too, I would say. Yes, it does. And, of course, we got some other matches, including Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, the glorious one, and, yes, the show-off, Dolph Ziggler, if you will, will be involved in the triple threat match for the U.S. title. Fonzie, your thoughts about what's going on heading into Clash of the Champions? <laughs> well, I'll let this say, got two words for KO yep. and Sami Zayn. Yes. You're fired. Yes, it could happen. If they lose no. to Randy if they, if they could be. If uh, they lose yeah. to Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura, it could very well happen. It is a very, very yeah, good possibility. Guess who's the special referee? Yep. Bring on the money. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> but also, talk about money, you got a great woman's match that has now turned into a lumberjack match with Charlotte Flair and Natalia. The feud that continues to heat up between the hearts and the flares are going to get interesting. We got an interesting triple threat U.S. title match. We got a fatal four way uh, tag team war. And of course, we got the big title matchup, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles against the Maharaja of Madness, if you will, Jinder Mahal. No Sing 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 brothers this time, if you will. But, of course, Jinder has got his own agenda to deal with this weekend in the form of Triple H there in India. Uh, would you say right now, from top to bottom, I already asked John this, I want to ask you now, from top to bottom, what do you think of the card in Boston a week from Sunday? Who, me? No, Fonzie. I already asked you. Uh uh, should be interesting. It should be very interesting. We will talk more about that next Monday, however, ladies and gentlemen, as it will be a very interesting show on Raw Radio. Be sure to check it out. We will also talk about our least favorite moments of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we talked about our some of our favorite wow. moments of the year. And, of course, a lot also going on in wrestling as well. Uh, one of the other things we want to talk about, obviously, of course, uh, that is going on in the world of wrestling right now, it all started, of course, Monday night, if you will, however, at, uh, let's just say, involving the cruiserweights. And, of course, now the cruiserweight division is starting to heat up more and more. Of course, we know coming up this Monday, Rich Swan will be taking on Drew Gulak, if you will. We also uh, have heard reportedly how there is, apparently, how there is a uh, report, however, involving Ronda Rousey. We understand that according to reports, however, USA Today says that they're finishing up the deal and she should be signed with the company very, very soon. So, guys, it looks like we're going to see uh, the lethal one herself, Ronda Rousey, make a big impact, however, possibly in WWE. But speaking of impact, however, no pun intended, however, it has been also going on in the cruiserweight division, if you will, however, or not the cruiserweight division, excuse me, the women's division, if you will, we understand. In fact, however, we have seen some new superstars show up, however, and we can tell you right now, however, that believe it or not, however, next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, WWE will announce, however, that Monday Night Raw will be returning to the BMO Harris Bradley Center, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That'll be, I believe, the week before uh, Fastlane, if you will, 
tickets go on sale to the general public, however, next Friday at 10 in the morning. So if you're looking for seeing a good event in Milwaukee in March, however, in Milwaukee or Milwaukee, be sure to check it out in March. But, guys, getting back to the women, however, we've seen Paige, we've seen Ruby Riot, we've seen Sonya Deville, we've seen uh, Mandy Rose, we've seen... Uh, a lot live Morgan. I mean, right now, however, the women's division is definitely starting to heat up, however, and it continues to make a big splash, however. Overall, however, with Ronda Rousey possibly coming in very soon to the WWE, however, there's been talk the four horsewomen might be reunited, however, and to take down Paige and her entourage, if you will, of absolution. We've seen what's happened by uh, the SmackDown brand with Ruby Riot and company taking them down as well. Uh... John, I'll start with you last this time, Howard, but I'll go to Fonzie first. Fonzie, what is your take of what's going on in the women's division right now with all these new women coming up from NXT and making it? Let's go. Bring it. Let's go. This is is awesome. Yes, it is, and I think things are getting very, very interesting, however. You would definitely have to, like I said, however. um, um, Sorry. uh, I would have to agree with you there. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What's your take, Helen? You just asked me. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I meant to say John. <laughs> I'm sick. John, what about you? What's your take? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, my go. take is, is I agree with this match. And I agree yeah. with all the women making a big impact. Yes, certainly they are. No question about her. Uh, also, guys, we want to talk about some other things going on. Of course, I just mentioned the Cruiserweight division, obviously. And I want to get everyone to take on what's going on in the Cruiserweight division. We've seen uh, some of the uh, Cruiserweights make an impact. Or some of them have not made an impact yet, but some have already. That being said, however, things are getting very testy there, involving uh, one certain person of uh, Mr. How You Doing, however, who this week will find out, however, if his uh, Zotrain friend and member, if you will, of course, uh, None other than Drew Pepperjack, <laughs> Gulak, of course, will take on the high-flying dancing man himself from Baltimore, Rich Swan. Uh, I'll tell you what, Howard, the last two weeks, Howard, the fatal oh. four-way matches have been fantastic. I thought Monday's night's match was incredible. The one spot with the Spanish fly was incredible. I don't know if you guys had a chance to go back and watch that match or watch that. The one move in that match was incredible. But right now, the Cruiserweight division is starting to heat up a little bit more and more. And the big thing is, of course, with Hideo Tommy maybe making his way up to the roster, however, very soon, and possibly showing up on 205 Live, however, I don't know how much more better it can get. I mean, right now we have cruiserweights from all over the world, whether it be from the U.S., Canada, Europe, Mexico, Japan, uh, like other places as well. But right now we're definitely going to have to be watching very, very carefully. And let's just say how it's going to be very, very interesting to watch as well. Uh, Are we still having that trivia thing tonight? Yes, I was just going to bring that up. Thank you for uh, bringing that up uh, there, uh, Fonzie. Yes, and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you right now, as Fonzie just told you, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have a very interesting match tonight on Wrestling Revolution at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, shortly after the birthday's uh, date supplied by John, of course, and, of course, news by King Ice. We will talk about last night's SmackDown, which was a very interesting night in San Diego, or San Diego, as some people like to refer to it as. But the thing is, though, how yes, there will be a title match 
match tonight. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you what the match will be consisting of. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman gets back in the ring once again, however, against the last kicker who is looking to uh, leave some marks on uh, the Iceman and melt him down once and for all in taking the NJPW US title. Last week, it was a very physical battle between these two competitors. You can expect more of the same, I'm sure, tonight, however. The only question is, will the last kicker, however, seek revenge and kick the Iceman to the curb and let's just say melt him down by taking away his precious NJPW title? Or will the uh, Iceman find a way to be serious once again and put up a good fight like he did last week against a very tough challenger in the last kicker and once again find a way to melt Ann's chances of getting that belt? But I'll tell you what, folks, it is going to be a fantastic match, ladies and gentlemen. Also, speaking of title matches, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an epic match of significant proportions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We will have an interesting matchup in more ways than one, shall we say. The champ, of course, of course, uh, who captured the WCW US title last week, however, and who la- put up a good fight against both the Human Suplex Machine and the Iceman, will be defending his US new title belt, if you will, for the first time, however, here on the Revolution Show, ladies and gentlemen, as he will go up against the Iceman, however, in a very interesting challenge. The Iceman is looking to uh, add another piece of gold to his uh, stable, but unfortunately, the US champion is looking to hold on to that belt, however, as it will be a dual threat, to say the least, however, coming up this Friday night on Revolution. But tonight, folks, the NJPW belt will be on the line just after 9 o'clock, folks, so you might want to stay tuned for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, we will have a double whammy, two for Thursday, however. First off at 7 o'clock, join the king and queen of madness, of course, and of Attitude Radio, the John Belushi, and, of course, Gilda Radner of Thursday Night Live, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, excuse me, the uh, Black Widow and the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, the Master of Disaster, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, 140562 with Top Peel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, and at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, join the howlingly uh, good Wolfpack show that'll be leaving its marks, I'm sure, all over the place, however, just after 9, the caller ID is 138521-POUND, be sure to check that out tomorrow night. Uh, guys, we still got plenty of time to go, however, so unless anyone wants to bring anything else to the table, uh, we're going to do some trivia for everyone's game, but uh, let's see if uh, anyone has any more uh, things, however, to add to the uh, table right now. I'll start with Fonzie. Do you have anything you want to add there, Fonzie? Uh, I got this little, this little message earlier today. Yes. Uh, you might, you might heard about it. Okay. Uh, I heard that Ralphie, Ralph Palmero is trying to come back to Major League Baseball. Yeah, I heard yeah, about I that. Heard, the, I heard that yeah. too. At the age of 53. This is a guy who... Age of well, 54, actually. 54. Yeah, you talk about a guy, however, who has been out of baseball for a long time, who was actually one of the first few people back in the uh, steroid era, along with Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, Sammy Sosa, among others. Yeah, he is definitely trying to make a comeback to big league ball. Uh, I'm a little surprised at this. I mean, this is a guy, uh, until the uh, whole uh, steroid trial started, however, back in the long time ago, however, I mean, this is a guy who I had tremendous respect for as a person and as an athlete, yeah. and then I lost my respect for him because of the whole 
crap he pulled, Heller. But nevertheless, Heller, you're right, Heller. He is definitely trying to make an impact back into uh, Major League Baseball. The question is, Heller, can he do it, and will he be able to get the respect he deserves after being away from the game for a long time? We don't know, folks, but I'll tell you one thing. It'll be interesting to watch. Uh, my opinion, Heller, it remains to be seen. Uh, Fonzie, I'll ask you your opinion, then I'll go to John with his opinion. Yep. Uh, uh, everybody's sick and stale. It's uh, it's not him. Yeah. It's, it's everyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. You're going to blame on just him? Blame on everybody. Right. Like you know Bonds, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, all those Bar- guys. Yeah. Everybody took steroids. Come on now. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, I, would, I would agree. No question about yeah. it. But do you think uh, McGuire will return to the – or not McGuire. Do you think, however, in some way, shape, or form, however, that Palmero should return to the game? In my opinion, I don't think he should. I'm sorry. Uh, I think it would be all right. I think it would be good for baseball. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. he hasn't played, picked up a ball in a long time, and he's been out of the game for a while. But if he can, <laughs> if he can get into shape and uh, become the oldest player in baseball to play at his age, God bless him. I wish him nothing but the best. And I, whatever team gives him a chance, it remains to be seen. You know, I mean, time will tell. Uh, John, let's go to you next. Uh, what are your thoughts about Rafi Palmero returning to big league baseball, uh, possibly at the age he's at right now? Wow, that that would be history in the making, right there. Mm-hmm. Certainly. No question. No question Have about it. Has anyone ever played baseball at the age of 50? Over 50. I think the only person that was around until he retired at the age of 50 may have been Nolan Carlos, Ryan. No, Nolan no, Ryan was one. Yeah, Nolan Ryan and no. Carlos Bartron. Yeah, I think those are the only two. Yeah, the last 10, 15 years have gone past yeah. Uh, 50. Yeah, you're right. Other than that, no one else, I think. McGuire retired in his mid to late, like 45, 46. Barry Bonds retired at that same age. And I think Sammy Sosa was about 43, 44 when he retired. But, uh, yeah, this would be interesting should Rafi Palmero make a big league comeback at the HEZ. And like I said, the question is what team will take a chance on him? How much shape is he going to get into if he's uh, still in shape? And if he is, God bless him. But he'll, he'll go to the American League with a DH. Oh, I, that's what I was just going to ask next. Yeah, what league do we see him going to? You just mentioned the American League. Uh, and I'll ask you this, too. What team would take a chance on him? To me, uh, I could see someone like maybe the Yankees. I could see someone like maybe the Indians, possibly. Hell, I could even see someone like maybe possibly even uh, Boston even take a chance on him. When, or Baltimore, where he uh, retired Yeah, from. he could go back to Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. Good point, Fonzie. I was going to say, you could go back to Baltimore. You're exactly right. Uh, what team do you see him going to, John, if any teams possibly? In I see him going to Baltimore. He returns to Baltimore? Yeah, he could. He could. We'll and if they put him in the National League, I would say, and I know my dad's with me in the car right now, he could say mm-hmm. Atlanta, but I'm saying Washington. Yeah, the Nats would be interesting. Uh, I could see someone like maybe uh, St. Louis. Even though St. Louis is looking at Giancarlo Stanton, they want to spend a boatload on signing him. I could see maybe L.A. I could see someone like Frisco, possibly. Uh, I don't see the Cubs taking a chance back at him again. Uh, But I could see someone like St. Louis or or maybe Arizona, possibly. The Diamondbacks could maybe uh, roll the dice here and play. How about the Pittsburgh Pirates? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, yeah something, right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they, they, we could afford his salary. But, you know, again, I mean, any team can afford him. I mean, the big – I mean, talking about the Pirates, though, I mean, real quick, though, and I'm getting the free agency. I know the winter means are in just a few weeks, however. There's been talk that there's some teams uh, making a lot of trades here in the coming weeks. Like, Jim Carlos stands one of them. Like, and, and I'm talking about the Pirates. I'll bring that up right now. You just brought up a good point there, Fonzie. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, even though he just became a father last week, uh, he could be finding himself on the outs with Pittsburgh maybe as early as possibly in the next few weeks or within the next month or so. I mean, Pirefest is this weekend, by the way, in case you're wondering, folks. Uh, for you Pittsburgh Pirate baseball fans out there at PNC Park on Saturday, I will be there on Saturday attending the show. And I believe tickets for that event are for free. I believe, I believe they're doing free this year. So if you're interested, Fonzie, possibly, maybe, uh, uh, heading down there. Where is it? This weekend. This coming weekend. Pirate Fan Fest? Yes, the Pirate Fan Fest this week at PNC Park. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think they're going to have it. I think they're going to have it in the main. I mean, anything. they're confining most. I mean, I know it's going to be cold and miserable, but baseball is just a couple months away from spring training again, you know, and uh, it'll be uh, spring before you know it, folks. And with spring comes WrestleMania season, golf season, everything, and then some. But uh, so far, however, it's been a quiet off season for the moment. But again, like I said, with, with the minimum—excuse me—with the winter means just around the corner, you got, uh, like I said, Giancarlo Stan has been heavily, heavily, heavily talked about the last couple weeks about getting out of Miami and wanting to be traded out of Miami. I mean, I know for a fact last week the Giants were talking to him and his agent in Los Angeles. I think the Giants are showing some interest. I've heard the. The uh, Cardinals are showing some interest. I've even heard the Cubs and the Dodgers are even throwing their weight into the matter. So we're going to see where Giancarlo Stan ends up, Power. I mean, this is a guy who is making more money than A-Rod did as a ball player. Yeah. Not to say A-Rod was a – what was that, John? I didn't hear you. I was saying goodbye to my dad. Oh, okay. Well, tell him hello from all of us here at TalkShoe. Uh, but getting back to what I was saying, uh, Giancarlo Stan, I mean, has to be – one of the most unique players in baseball, especially with the year he had this year, hitting over 60 home runs. I mean, if he goes somewhere, like I said, to maybe in L.A. possibly, or a Chicago or even in St. Louis, I can see him have a better year than this next year, barring injury, barring personal issues. I think he'll even be better this year than he was last year. You know, I don't really know, but I can just tell you right now we'll have to wait and see. But uh, like I said, the winter means are, I believe, in a couple weeks, folks. And I'll tell you right now, it is going to be very very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to watch and see. So we will definitely be watching, however, more and more of this story. Uh, anyone um, else? Go JD, yes. You probably heard, uh, you know that Giants and the, uh, yeah, Giants in the Cowboys game? Yeah, this Sunday. Yeah, they changed that game from 425 to 1 p.m. Yes, I just heard that it was supposed to be at the four thirty game this week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and they're also and they're also going to be starting uh, Gene, uh, back going back to Eli this week. In fact, that's another thing I wanted to yeah. discuss too. And, uh, uh, and for, from one o'clock that uh, Jacksonville and Seattle game, now yeah. that's at four twenty five. Yes, I did hear about it. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, originally, yeah, that was supposed to be the 425 game. You're right. And as uh, Fonzie pointed out real quick, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for you football fanatics out there, again, uh, the one game that was supposed to be a 430 game this week between two big NFC East rivals who are really 
having uh, not so much of a strong year this year. The New York G-Men, the Giants, who earlier this week fired their head coach, Ben McAdoo, after two years, and their long-term GM, Jerry Reese, of 11 years, however, which they are now on an interim coach. Thank you very much. Steve Spagnuolo, or whatever you want to call him, Howard Spagnuolo, of course, announced uh, today that he will be going back, of course, with Eli Manning and benching Geno Smith this week. The Dallas Cowboys coming off a very, very uh, emotional win last Thursday night against John's boys, the Washington Redskins. They are trying to keep their season alive and playoff hopes alive, even though Ezekiel Elliott will be out another couple weeks, if you will, however, because of a suspension. They will be traveling to the uh, MetLife Stadium area this uh, Sunday afternoon in a big NFC East showdown right now. The Giants are having a terrible season at 2-10. and 10. The Cowboys are at 500 right now, barely keeping their heads above the water. The question is, who will emerge, Alice? We really don't know. Then, of course, late, as John, uh, not John, excuse me, Fonzie pointed out, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who might be one of the hottest teams right now in the league, however, they're having a pretty good year with their starting quarterback, Blake Bortles, travel out to Seattle to take on the uh, lukewarm Seattle Seahawks, who last week crushed the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night, but the Seahawks also trying to keep their playoff hopes alive as well, however. They will be starting, of course, their big all-star, Russell Wilson. The question is, can the Hawks make it two in a row, or can the Jaguars scratch out a big win out there in the Pacific Northwest. We'll have to wait and see. Then, of course, the big game Sunday night, Pittsburgh and Baltimore Part 2. The Ravens, I'll tell you right now, this week's game between Pittsburgh and Baltimore is going to be a very intense battle. You can bet on that. Of course, Pittsburgh coming off a very emotional win from Monday night. Of course, they did get back one of their star players, of course, into Pittsburgh today. We want to wish him nothing but the best, and all of us are thinking of him right now, Ryan Shazier. Uh, John, I'm trying to think, who did the, uh, your boys play this week? Do you know do the Redskins get this week at all? And John's going to check that out for us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we can tell you also tomorrow night how we got a big NFC South showdown between the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees taking on Matty Ice and the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Saints. They're going to take on the Chargers. Okay. Jays. Charges. Well, the Chargers have been playing well. You've got to give them credit, man. They've been playing really well. Ever since they started at 0-4, they have won six of their last eight. And uh, this I'm game, rooting for the Skins. Forget about Philip Riddle. You're going to you're, you're go with John's boys and Kirk Cousins this week, huh? Well, I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you about the Skins and the Chargers in that game. First off, the Skins are coming off a big loss against Dallas last week. Second yeah. off, Kirk Cousins has not had a solid year, in my opinion. I think Washington's not – I mean, Washington's another team that's barely, at this point, barely clinging to life in the playoff chase right now. I think the one team that has absolutely been overlooked, and I'm saying this right now, you guys – I know you're going to disagree with me, this Fonzie, and I'm sure John will too, and that's fine. You guys can disagree with me if you want, but I'm telling you right now, the L.A. Chargers, Keenan Allen and Phillip Rivers in the past few months have been red hot. Ever since that 0-4 dismal start, they've won six of their last eight. They crushed, they crushed Dallas. They crushed, well, Cleveland. That was pretty bad this last week. Yeah. So right but the, but the thing is, they beat KC. They beat Denver. They've beaten Oakland. They might be the most underrated team in the AFC West right now. I'm telling they you right now. They beat Oakland without Denver, Dave Carr. They beat Broncos with no quarterback. Right. They, they, beat, they beat Kansas City Chiefs, which... We beat. There were five and zero after. Right, and Kansas City, and you talk about Kansas City. They got their hands full this week at home against Oakland. 
Oakland yeah. is another team who I'm watching out for, too, right now. I mean, the Raiders, even without Amari Cooper, I think, Marshall Lynch is due for a bust-out game. And I think even though he had a pretty half-decent game last week against the G-Men at the OCO out there in Oakland, right. I'm telling you right now, the Silver and Black are going to go into Kansas City and I think punch Andy Reid and Alex uh, Smith in the Why they're not starting Pat Mahomes right now, I don't understand that. Alex no, Smith, no. since the beginning of the year, has cooled way down since we beat him the first time this year. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Casey is clinging to is right now on life support at this point. But I'll tell you right now, the Raiders and the Chargers, I feel, in that AFC West right now are the two teams I would be scared to play of. The Raiders right now, even with that with Carr back in the lineup, I would say the Raiders are starting to get their mojo going. But the Chargers, I'm telling you what, guys, like you said, they didn't beat too many good teams. But the one team they did beat and really punched in the mouth, and you'll have to agree they did punch them in the mouth, guys, was they beat the Cryboys Dallas on Thanksgiving night. In Dallas and Dak Prescott, they embarrassed yeah, them. Yeah, but look with it without without a running back. Yeah, but the thing okay. is, though, they may not have a running back in Melvin Gordon. But I'll tell you right now, Philip Rivers has been averaging 300, 400 yards passing the last few weeks. Keenan Allen is starting to catch balls right now through double teams. Are and I'll tell you right now, I think the Redskins are going to be a big trouble this week in Washington. I really do. I think right now Washington could still maybe sneak in at the last minute. But I'll tell you, the NFC teams I would not want to face right now. These are the teams I would not want to face if I'm an NFC team. First off. Obviously, the Saints. Drew Brees is having a pretty good year since that beginning part of the season in early parts of September. He's coming along like crazy. He beat Carolina last week, and I think he could have a big game this week coming up against the Saints tomorrow night. Uh, I would also say another team to watch out for is the L.A. Rams. Jared Goff right now is having a phenomenal, pretty decent season out in L.A. It's not the Chargers that are getting the talk in L.A., even though they're playing a lot better lately. It's the Rams. This was a team three years ago with Jeff Fisher and Georgia Funny Air in the front office that moved across country from St. Louis out to Los Angeles, and everyone thought it wouldn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out last year because you had a terrible coach in Jeff Fisher. Well, guess what, Howard? You got Sean McCavey, who is probably one of the most underrated youngest coaches in the league right now, and he's got a good running back in Todd Gurley. He's got a good receiver core in the Rams organization. If I'm the Rams right now, I would not want to go in to New Orleans and play him in the first round, because I'll tell you right now, if that comes to happen, and somehow the Saints win that game, and I think they will, however, they're going to have their hands full even more when they go up against a team like Philadelphia. Because I'll tell you right now, I think Philly is punched and they're going to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. I think the Eagles are that good with Carson Wentz to punch their ticket all the way to Minneapolis in February. That's how good I think this team can be. Yeah, and I uh, forgot one thing, New England Pittsburgh. Well, Nobody yeah, the, well, well I was gonna get, uh, that's the next thing I was going to get to. Well, I'm going to get into that in a second. We'll talk about the NFC in a minute yeah. here. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts, uh, John, on this uh, whole NFC thing, How? and then Fonte, I'll get your pick before we go to the AFC discussion. Ah, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm, certainly, no question. No question about it, no question about it. Uh, Fonte, what's your take on the whole NFC thing? Yeah. Everybody has to go travel to Philly or Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's, that's another team I forgot to mention. Yeah, Minnesota. Uh, you look at Case Keenum. The Vikings are playing good ball, too. I mean, they're yeah. very – I mean, even though their division's very weak with, like, Green Bay and Chicago and Detroit in the NFC North, you know. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Vikings right now – 
since early this year when they had uh, when they got rid of Adrian Peterson last year, I thought the Vikes were going to really fall apart. But Case Keenum has kept that team alive, even though a lot of people are calling for Teddy Bridgewater to step in. Case Keenum's been pretty good this year, too. Uh, as far as the AFC goes, let's talk about the AFC real quick. Uh, you just mentioned two of the best right there, Pittsburgh and New England. It's going to be like a prize fight. Who's going to be left standing after next Sunday? We're going to have to wait and see. But then you look at other teams. Kansas City, despite their struggles, are still barely in it. Tennessee's not having too bad of a year right now. Um, another team to watch out for, as I just mentioned, Jacksonville. Even though I'm not a fan of Blake Bortles, I still think Leonard Fournette and that defense can be a surprise sleeper to watch out for. And if I'm Pittsburgh, I'd be very, very careful of not drawing them in round one here in Pittsburgh again, because we saw what happened the first time when that happened. But Pittsburgh could get retribution if they get some of their guys back in the lineup and healthy like Shazier, like uh, Courtney Sessabaugh, and a couple other guys. I think the Killer Bees this time can play a little bit better against them. The first time they were on their game, this time if they should rematch with them, I think here in Pittsburgh, they could beat them. But I'll tell you right now, again, as much as we don't like this guy, these guys, however, you have to kind of respect them. And that's obviously Belichick, Brady, Gronk, and the Patriots. They always find a way to get the job done, no matter what the issues. And speaking of um, the NFL, I'm going to get your take on this, both of you guys. Earlier today, it was announced that Roger Goodell signed a new contract, five years, $200 million dollars. $40 million a year for the commissioner. Just when it looked like Jerry Jones was going to stop the fight, or should I say continue to fight, however, for the NFL, he and the others have got to be sick to their stomach to find out that Goodell's going to be around for another five years at this whomping price. If you ask me, however, I think it's asinine. I think it's stupid. I think it's absolutely ludicrous that he was given this amount of money, and I don't know why he's being paid all this much, if you ask me. Fonzie, I'll start with you on this one. What's your take on the whole thing involving Goodell's new contract? He's garbage. Yep. Yeah, he's garbage. Yep. Now, where I heard earlier today that um, Adam was talking. Yeah. Adam said. Yeah. That they are talking about uh, targeting a college. Right, right. Yes, yes. So. I think it should. Mm-hmm. I think it should. You hit somebody in the head, no matter if it's a shoulder, mm-hmm. arm, or a helmet. Yeah. If it's a good targeting, they can review just like college, and they they think that head to head, they're kicking out. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're out for the game. Right. No matter what. Oh yeah. And if it's like like a third quarter, yeah. they'll miss the first half of the, the next game. But if it's in the first, second quarter, yeah. they'll probably miss that first, second, yeah, first quarter of yeah. the next game. So yeah. just like college, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hit the target. It don't matter if it's a uh, shoulder pad, if it's targeting to the helmet, to the head area, yeah. you're kicked out. And that they're going to review it if it's targeting. Yeah. yeah. Just right. right, right, right. I know what you're saying. Good point. Yeah, good point. They're, they're, I think they should. I think they should get agreement about this because, you know. Right. And I, the other guy was talking, too. He's yeah. a stealer, too. Yeah. Um, that don't – if you can't take a – which is true. Yeah. 
if you can't take a hit, you're not getting in the game. Right? No, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a man's sport. You can't take a hit, then yeah. don't play. Right? This oh, is yeah. a this is a grown up man sport. If you can't take a hit, if you're gonna be a pussy, you can't take a hit. Just like Ray Lewis said, remember? Yeah. This is a grown man sport, and don't don't get on the field with the grown ups. Mm-hmm. Let the grown ups go in. Yeah. Now, which is true too. Yeah, but I think they should have bring the targeting, and just like college. And I think it's, I think it's going to pass. I think. Yeah. So next season you're going to see that new rule coming in. It's somebody targeting to the helmet with the shoulder pad, a forearm, or helmet, helmet to helmet. They're going to review it, and if it's targeting, yeah, you know, yeah, they're going to be kicked out of the game, right. no matter what. Oh, yes. Good point. Very good uh, point. You bring up a good point. And like I said, we'll have to wait and see, however. Time will tell. Uh, John, what's your take on this whole thing? Um, I agree with Um, uh, uh, like I said, however, uh, it'll be interesting to see, guys. I mean, it's going to be very, whoops, very, very interesting to see. Uh, but like I said, folks, only time will tell. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, what else can we throw it out on the table? Uh, 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 well, I'm thinking here. Long and hard. Here, bear with me. Guys. Uh, John, do you have anything you want to add? Maybe. Nope. Uh, Fonzie, you said you you have, do you have anything more you want to add, or you good? Uh, that's it. Okay. Here. All right. Let me just. See. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm thinking here. I'm thinking here. You know, I'm thinking here. Give me a minute here. Uh, hold on a second. I'm just trying to do something here, folks. So, uh, uh, like I said, how are, bear with me, folks. Uh, I just had it. Shoot. Uh, all right. Oh, shit. Uh, well, if anyone wants to do, uh, like I said, movie trivia, we're going to, we can we can do a few minutes of movie trivia. If everyone's comparing yeah. game. Okay. We can do that. All right. Uh, like I said, folks, however, we're going to, Started now. Uh, if anyone does, does anyone have a specific movie in mind? Uh, does anyone want to? Uh, what movie does everyone want to do? Uh, Fonzie, I'll ask you. What movie do you want to start with? Uh, Christmas Story. Fonzie, that, that, that's that's good. Uh, Fonzie, goes with I can do Christmas. Do you want to do a Christmas story too? Okay. All right, guys. We'll do a Christmas story here, and we'll find out right now. Well, we got eleven. Things to choose from. We got Ooh Fudge, Ralphie's Christmas Story, The Quest for Red Rider, uh, which is 15 questions, uh, A Christmas Story Movie, 10 questions, A Christmas Story, 15 questions, which is number 5, A Christmas Story, 6, 10 questions, 7 is A Christmas Story, slash Don't Shoot Your Eye Out, 8 is another Christmas Story, 9 is A Christmas Story, A Very Merry Christmas Story is number 10, Ella. Which one is appealing to you guys? Um, The first one. Ooh, fudge. Okay. And the best anyone can do on this, however, is... Let's see what you can score here on your... Uh, the best you can score is 6 out of 10. So, guys, let's see how you do here. And while we do that, folks, however... Johnny, if you want to give out the number and plug real quick, however, i got to do something real quick, however, while I'm doing this, however, so go right ahead. Yep. 
1724-444-7444. ID number is 139926-POUND. Five. Five, sorry. That's okay, not your fault. <laughs> this is WCWUS uh, Wrestling Debate. Uh, we're having a good time here. Yes. Um, and we're about to do some movie trivia. Yes. All right, so thank you very much, sir, John. All right, here we go, folks. Let's see how you guys do on the questions. And, again, I will see how you both score. So if you guys want to each keep scoring your sheet, how about let's see who gets the most. All right, the first question is to both of you. Uh, a Christmas Story was based on a book by author Gene Shepard. What was the full title of the book? Tales of Christmas Past, In God We Trust, All This Pay Cash, What I Want for Christmas, or The Greatest Memories of Christmas. John, what's your answer? The greatest memories of Christmas. Fonzie, what are you guessing? The greatest memories of Christmas. All right. Number two. What department store window were Ralphie and his friends looking into when he saw the Red Rider Carbon Action 200 shot range model air rifle? Harry's department store, Macy's, Higby's, or FAO Schwartz? Macy's. Macy's. You're gonna say Macy's and Fonzie's. What's your? What, it says Macy's. What's your guess, John? Macy's. You say Macy's too. Okay. Number three. Ralphie placed an advertisement about the Red Rider BB gun between the pages of one of his mother's magazines for her to find. What was the name of the magazine? Look, Woman's World, Life, or in Fashion? Fashion. All right. And Fonzie, what's your answer? Action. Oh, it's on. Sorry. Okay, say fashion. Okay. Number four. In a conversation between Ralphie's parents, the old man figured out that his wife knew the name of the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse. What was his name? Rocky, Victor, Trigger, or Flicker? Flicker. And John, what's your answer? Flicker. Flicker. Oh, I got it too. Hold on. All right, number five, Howard. Ralphie's little brother, Randy, was always a problem eater at the table. Which food was it that Randy expressed that he hated? Cabbage, broccoli, mashed potatoes, and meatloaf? Meatloaf. Okay, and John, what's your answer? Meatloaf. All right, number six. What was Ralphie's teacher's name? Miss Sealy, Miss Lehman, Miss Silas, or Miss Shields? Yes, uh, the second to the last. Miss Silas, you say? Yeah. Okay, and John, what is your answer? Second to the last. You'll say the same, okay. Number seven, according to Ralphie, his hillbilly neighbors had at least 705 smelly hound dogs and borrowed every other person but the old man. What was the name of the neighbors? Kettles, Bumpuses, Barnacle, or Parker? Barnacle. John? Same. All right. Number eight. What were the two kids' names that bullied Ralphie and his friends? Kenor and Dick Hemsley, Scott Schwartz and Bart Finley, Scott Farkas and Grover Dill, or Brett Fargo and Mick Schwartz? Same. What was it? Oh, oh what was the question? Who were the two kids that bullied Ralphie and his friends? Ken Horn and Dick Hemsley, Scott Schwartz and Bart Finley, 
Scott Farkas and Grover Dill, or Brett Fargo and Mick Schwartz? Ken Horn. All right, and Bonzi will go with you with your answer, Heller. Yes. All right, number nine. What Christmas song was Ralphie, Randy, and his mother singing in the car before they got a flat? The 12 Days of Christmas, Silent Night, Frosty the Snowman, or Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells. All right, and John? Jingle Bells. All right, and number 10. At the end of the movie, Ralphie and Randy were asleep in bed. Ralphie was holding the gun close to him, but what was Randy sleeping with as far as toy goes? A rag doll, a Zeppelin, a fire engine, or a baseball mitt? Fire engine. And uh, what was uh, your answer there, John? Ragdoll. All right. Let's see how you did, guys. And we can tell you right now, you did uh, 7 out of 10. Good guesses, guys. But here are your answers. The first one was, in God we trust, all others pay cash. It wasn't the greatest memories of Christmas. His book, In God We Trust, referring to Gene Shepard, was a collection of short stories from which the movie was taken. The book was released in 66, and he was also the narrator of a Christmas story, telling the stories of Ralphie as an adult. Number two was Higby's, not Macy's, Higby's Toy Store. Uh. Number three was Look Magazine, however. Because he slipped it into her. He's like, if you remember in the quote, how it says, my mother was trying to Read her copy of Look Magazine was going to be reading a Red Rider's sales pitch. Number four was Victor. And then, if you remember, however, the old man was uh, surprised that she knew the answer. And then she says, everybody knows that. And that's when Ralphie says something about uh, Grizzly, something with Grizzly's uh, candy store or something like that. The whole, I can't remember the whole quote, but you know where I'm going with it. Number five, you got right. It was Meatloaf. Meatloaf, double beatloaf. I hate meatloaf. And that's when he became the little piggy, which is still one of the funniest parts of the movie, hands down. Number six was Miss Shields, believe it or not. That's when they had fake teeth in their hands and they all. Oh, had, yeah. When they had to take it out. However, she was also in the remake of a Christmas story that calls In Fun in the Family. Number seven, you guys should have known this. It was the Bumpus's house. Da, 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 da. Number eight was Scott Farkas and Grover Dill, believe it or not. That's when I Ralph, didn't get a chance to say that. You said you you, you no, that was one of the choices I gave you. You said Scott yeah, Farkas, I, I never said anything because John said it. Oh, and, okay. You, well, well, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep John a loss now. Bonzi, you don't get any credit for that one, so you're, you're down one. That's okay. Number nine, you got right, was Jingle Bells. And the last one was a Zeppelin that he slept with in the bed, however. Not a, so, you guys tried, however, mind you, huh? Uh, like I said, we'll see, however. Um, hold on a second. I'm doing something. I'm hearing you two in the background now from John. I can hear it. Yeah. Sorry. Very nice, John. That's okay. All right, we're going to try another one. We'll do one more round. Who, 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 what, what next movie does anyone want to try as far as movie goes? Who has a movie in mind? Because, uh, like I said, John picked the Christmas, or Fonzie picked the Christmas story. So, John, I'm going to let you try a movie uh, one now, see what we can do with the next one. What's your next one? Do we have Jingle All the Way? I think we do. Let's take a look. Hold on, I think so. Let me see Jingle All the Way. 
That's the one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Good movie. Very funny. Yeah, uh, no, that. we do not. Unfortunately, we do not have that one. Ah, that was a good one, though. Good choice. Uh, what? What? You want to try another one? What other ones do you want to try? Um, can't think of nothing right now. Okay, let me think of a good one for you guys. Okay, I think I got one for you guys. Let's try uh, a movie that Chad uh, sometimes knows all too well, however. The Naked Gun movie. <laughs> if everyone's up for that one. So we'll do that one. I'll go zero for ten. We'll try it. I mean, let's see how you do. This is going to be who played me in The Naked Gun. So we'll see how you do here. Okay. The first question is this. I made careless mistakes as a police officer and was even the home plate umpire at the California Angels game. Who am I? Leslie Nielsen, George Kennedy, O.J. Simpson, or Priscilla Presley? John, I'll start with you. Uh, George Kennedy. Bonzi, what's your guess? O.J. Simpson. All right. We'll see how you do there. All right. I like to call Frank Funnyface. Who am I? Priscilla Presley, Anna Nicole Smith, or George Kennedy, or Leslie Nielsen? Leslie Nielsen. Bonzi, your thoughts? Leslie uh, Okay. Number yeah, three. Uh, I plotted to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II, but I wound up dead. Who am I? Fred Ward, uh, Priscilla Presley, Ricardo Montalban, or Reggie Jackson? Reggie uh, Jackson. All right. And uh, Bonzi, what's your guess? I just said it. Oh, sorry. Uh uh, John, who's your guest? Reggie on? Jackson. Okay. Number four, I had an assassination plot against me when I lived. Who am I? Charlotte Zucker, Helen Mirren, uh, Leslie Mayer, or Jeanette Charles? Jeanette Charles. Leslie. All right. Let's see. All right. We'll come back to that one. Here's another one. I instructed my student in a driving lesson to be rude to a mean truck driver by flipping the bird. Who was I as a student driving instructor? Stuart Lancaster, Robert Weiss, Cindy Urshan, or John Houseman? Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to take a guess there, John? I'll say John Houseman. All right. Number six, Frank told me to put the pellets in the metal I did. Who am I? Winfred Friedman, Sharon Verslow, Doris Hess, or Mary Norman? Who's your guess? Um, <laughs> do you have a guess on this one? Either one of you? Nope. Uh, John, I don't. Guess? You don't either? Okay. I don't know! Okay, number seven. Frank patted me on the back while I was wheelchair bound, and I went down a flight assessment and became even more critically injured than I was. Who am I? George Kennedy, Tiny Ron, O.J. Simpson, or uh, Ricardo Montalban? Kennedy. All right. John? Uh, Kennedy. All right, however. Okay. Number eight. When Frank visited Norberg at the hospital, I cried on his shoulder and left snot on Frank's suit. Who am I? Edwina Moore, Pamela Basker, Jane Curse, or Susan Bobon? Who's your answer? Susan Bobon. Uh, what's that? I'd say Susan Baron. Okay, okay. And John, what's your answer? Same. 
Okay. Number nine. When Frank was temporarily suspended from the force, I committed it was not fair. Who am I? O.J. Simpson, Ronald G. Joseph, George Kennedy, or Priscilla Presley? O.J. Simpson. All right. And John? Priscilla Presley. All right. Number uh, 10. I suspended Frank from the LAPD, but I told him at the end of the film he was welcome back at police squad. Who am I? Mary Voigt, Nancy Marchand, Prince Hughes, or Ken Menard? I don't know. My answer is zero. <laughs> All right. John, you have an answer? Ken Menard. All right, Ken Menard. Okay. Well, let's see how you did, guys. Okay, here are your answers. The first one was Leslie Nielsen, guys. He was Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Number two, however, was Priscilla Presley. Number three was Ricardo Montalban. Number four, uh, who said who, who who had who said Jeanette Charles on number four? Did anyone say that answer? Did you guys say that answer on number four? Any of you guys say that right? Had Jeanette Charles on number four? No. Uh-huh. You did. Who did? Was that you, uh, John? Yeah, it may have been me. Okay, you got that right. It was Charlotte Zucker. Number five, uh, you got right, John. It was John Hausman, definitely. Number six was Winford Friedman, however, who was Stephanie, mind you, however. And uh, number seven was O.J. Simpson, however. Number eight, Susan Babon, who had the role of Wilma Nordberg, however. Not Edwina Moore. Number nine was George Kennedy. And number ten was Nancy Marchand. So there you go, guys. Uh, good guesses all around. All right, y'all. Well... I'm going to get ready and get the revolution thing started. All right, sounds good. And like I said, you can start with those things. Also, the other thing I mentioned to you as well, if you want to get that done after birthdays and days, that'll be good. I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you very much there, John. Uh, Fonz, you want to close out out with anything, however, mind you? I really suck on that one. You tried. (laughs) You tried. You tried. I told you that one. I told you I'll be O for ten, whatever. You tried, right? but you know what? This is this this like I said, how this is this like I said, how um, yeah, I'm, I'm just checking something here real quick. Hold on. All right. Well, like I said, how are you gonna like this? How? And as we take, we do want to thank you for coming on the line tonight, and we will hear back from you shortly. Of course, we got Revolution coming up here in a few minutes. So we do want to thank, of course, the Human Suplex Machine as well as the Heartbreak Kid himself, Fonzie, for coming in on episode number 77 tonight. Next week will be number 78, 1724 however, mind you, 139925-pound. Uh, and, of course, you can uh, listen to us right now. But as we take you out tonight, how are you going to like this, Howard? Because I thought this was actually – whoops, I just had it. Okay, uh, like I said, however – like I said, however – uh, we're going to have uh, a funny thing here, mind you, however. We're going to mm-hmm. actually play this for you, however. This is a little clip I dug up, Howard, and I think you might like this, Fonzie. This is from uh, the show Family Guy when they did the Naked Gun intro, and this is the whole skit in general. So we're going to play a few minutes of this before we go, so I think you're going to get a laugh at So, folks, thank you for listening in tonight, and, of course, we will be back in the same time, same place next week. So now, as we take you out, here's a little humor for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is the Family Guy show involving the naked gun so enjoy this and let me know what you think about so guys we'll talk to you soon as right now we say good night to you with uh yours truly the Iceman, along with the human suplex machine and the heartbreak kit so here we go a little humor to close us out tonight
This is a message to all American infidels. Prepare to die in a sea of holy fire. You will be punished for your decadent ways on the first day of Radaman. You... <laughs> wait, 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 did I just say, what did I say, Radaman? Ramadan. Radaman, what is it? Yeah, maybe Dennis Radaman is going to punish you with his crazy hair. No? <laughs> What's that? Right, right, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, okay, right, okay, let's go again. Okay. This is a message to all Americans. <laughs> I'm not, not going to be able to do it now. I'm not gonna, okay, all right. Okay, no, you know, I just I gotta get all the I gotta get all the laughs out. Okay, I gotta get all the laughs out. Okay, all right. Stop making that face over there. What are you doing? I, I can't. He makes that face and it makes me laugh. Okay, you know, just turn around. Turn, turn around. I don't care where you look. Just look over there. Okay. All right. They're, they're cracking. They're cracking up over there. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, look who's snickering over there. Mister. I, I can't do a suicide bombing because I'm sick. He had a, he had a note. He, got you. he had a note from his doctor. He brought a note from his doctor. It's a suicide bombing. What are you, okay, all right, okay, all right, here we go, here we go. Let's get the all serious now, okay. Death to... I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Oh, come on, now you're just trying to make... Hey, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Look, look, look at the rubber chicken, you know? I just, I just do like the whole tape with this in my hand, you know? It's totally like with the chicken right here because everyone would be like, what, what the hell? What, what is, what is... That's two Americans! <laughs> just let him do it. Let him do the tape. Yeah? Don't blame me, it was the chicken. It was the, he, he was the... Oh, no, 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 actually, no, you know me better? Wait, wait, wait. Just walk out like this. Like, just, like, just come out like this, but just like all serious. Like, just totally, like, completely serious. Like, like I don't even know I'm wearing them. Like,
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.